Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to episode 13 of the Audio Files podcast. Uh, this is the podcast, if you don't know, where me and my beautiful co-host uh, talk about all the hello. music that we love. <laughs> and uh, speaking <laughs> of that co-host, you all know him, you all love him. It's the guy with a gazillion guitars, the man <laughs> with a million hobbies, Griffin Holt, everyone. That, you know, you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. I, I need to. I could have uh, said. I could have said WWE gadgets or music. guitars. That's true. I know. Seriously, I've already told you my WWE music, which uh, no one seemed to have cared to ask about, is still "Stabbing the Drama" by uh, Soilwork. Oh, ooh. that's so, a good. So anyway, no. starting the episode off right, uh, giving you a little insight into my mind. Uh, anyway, we're here uh, in this lovely episode thirteen to kind of take a break from what we've been doing, which is a whole lot of album reviews, and we are actually going to be doing a Q&A segment, which I'm really stoked about. I didn't know how it would go over. I didn't know how uh, scared everyone would be to participate, but we actually had a lot of you guys give us a lot of interesting questions, and I think only like two or three of them had to do with penises. So, <laughs> Including mine. I think I answered that, it. That was true. One of yours was indeed <laughs> about a penis. Yes. Uh, but we Answer it, good. damn it. So we have got uh, a whole lot of good questions to get answered, to talk about. And uh, before I do any of that, I also want to say, if you are not following the show on any sort of podcasting platform, please take the opportunity to do that now. We are on all the major podcast platforms, as you are hopefully listening to on one of those now. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We are at AudiophilesPod on Instagram. That's pretty much the only place we're active because it's the only place that matters. And uh, then if you're looking to find uh, a little bit more out about us, go on to Spotify, search for the Audiophiles playlist, and you will find our companion playlist to this podcast where we update it with little snippets of all the bands and things that we talk about. We've reached like hundreds of songs now. Uh, it's like over 10 hours, gets updated every two weeks, and uh, it's pretty great. So if you're not doing any of those things, then frankly, I don't know why you're listening, and uh, you may as well show yourself out now. <laughs> Just fucking turn it off and leave. Yeah, just get it out of here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that takes care of that. And uh, for anyone that's familiar, we're also going to start off the show with a little thing I like to do, which is checking in with what we've been listening to this week. And uh, since we didn't have any albums to review this week, this was kind of fucking open season, dog. So, well, it's first of all, it's none of your business, and second of all, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks. Uh, no, what have you been listening to? What are, catch me up. What have you been doing? Oh, fuck. Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, yes. The one I can talk about the most, um, it's an album that came out earlier this year that I didn't really know about and I actually forgot about this band. Um, and one of my previous bands actually played with them. Uh, they're called Better Off. Oh, Um, Yes. I don't really know a lot about them. Um, I just remember playing with them. They were okay. Um, they were kind of like pop punky emo stuff. You know, whatever. What was that? Like six years ago, probably when we played with them. Um, so I hadn't thought much about them, but uh, they had it put out a new album called Reap What You Sow earlier in the year. And I can't remember. I think I don't remember what I was listening to, but it was one of the Spotify things where, hey, if you like this, listen to that. Popped up. And uh, I really like it. It's uh, It was a good palate cleanser from all the stuff we've been listening to. I wouldn't say it's the greatest thing ever, but it's got some pretty good jams on it. Um, it's a little more current, I would say, than their previous sound. It's got some uh, 
like shoegazy, not not shoegazy elements, but more of that. Um, oh shit! What's that style of music now? The that every emo band sounds like. Oh, like the like your citizens and um, turnover. Does that have a well. name? Yeah, whatever that is, where you know it's very dreamy sounding and it's kind of shoegazy, I guess. But yeah, uh, so, so they they have a little more of that. Uh, it's still got the s- similar, uh, or still has some similar to some pop punk and emo stuff to it. But I, I think it's pretty good. Like I said, it's it's good palate cleanser. Um, I'd probably put it in a list for some of the best ones I've heard this year. I don't know if it'd be top ten. But I definitely enjoyed it. I've just added on in the background for the past few days, and I really like it. Yeah, that's so I, uh, that's I funny that you bring it. that up. Actually, I think that's the first time you have like brought one of these albums to the table that I actually have listened to. I listened yeah. to this when it came out, uh, and I don't oh, I don't remember why. Some somebody had some musician had uh, just like tweeted about it being out, and I knew the name. I think probably from you playing with them, and I was like, okay, I'll go give that a shot. And I kind of thought the same thing. It was. Uh, yeah. I didn't hate it at all. It was it was good, sort of, uh, you know, even though it's not the same genre as Microwave, like this is an album that I wish Microwave could have made. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Bringing it yeah. back to what we've talked about already on this show. So, yes, I have, I, I've listened to this, and I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's a good one. Um, it'll take a few more listens before I kind of dive deep into it, but the, there are definitely like three or four songs that like um, I've been going back to for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. There's one, uh, the one song in particular. What is it called? Oh, uh, Gig Love. It's mm-hmm. I don't know why that is always stuck in my head. <clears throat> so I, uh, the, yeah, that is the, stuck with me. The title track I think is the one that because it's like the third song in, and the first two I was like, okay, this is it's pretty good, and then I got to the title track and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, and then kinda it opens it got, up as it goes along. Yeah, it gets it gets better from there for sure. Um, uh, so yeah, but the the album before it that they have milk, uh, that fucking album art though, just like yeah, I know that too too visceral. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. peanut butter and jellies, but oof, it is tough yeah, to look at. It makes it makes my mouth hurt just looking at it. Yeah, yeah, I need to go like brush my teeth after looking at that shit. But I appreciate uh, all their all their art is pretty consistent. I mean, so it's kind it of, is yeah, uh, it's kind of nice, and I like the art on the new one too. It's minimalist, but it's I think it fits the. Uh, the aesthetic they're going for so yeah i think so um that yeah the, for some reason their name always makes me think that they are like a different band than they are I don't, I don't know what band i'm confusing them with in my head but i guess there's a lot of those like little emo-ish bands that have similar titles but yeah, uh, I, don't know. I don't know if they ever really gotten that big um i know uh i think they from what i remember briefly seeing like they released this album like uh, like as a surprise, like there was nobody knew it was coming out, and they just kind of dropped hmm. it one day. So, well, the the last album came out in like 2015, so clearly yeah. they're not like crazy, crazy active. Yeah, so I I don't I haven't even gone back and listened to the old ones to remember what they sound like. Really, I just remember like playing with them, and this is not what I thought they sounded like. So I'm just like I don't want to ruin I don't want to ru- ruin it. So <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I recommend I recommend this one. Cool. I I threw some songs on the playlist because, like I said, there are definitely some on there that I am a fan of. Um. Well, I will. Uh, I won't. I won't linger too long on what I've been listening to because I know we have some questions to get to. Uh, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring up a band that I. I think it's important to note because um, I, I might have to move them into like my top five bands of all time. I was having this big. Whoa. Whoa. This big uh, introspective thought about it all about how it's. It's a band that. I literally like every single song that they've ever released, and it's that's Fam, very is it taproot? Rarely. Are we finally there? Is yeah. it taproot? 
<laughs> is it the big one? No, no what was uh, <laughs> what's that band? The, the new metal band that I sent you the meme of last night? Uh, oh, is it Dry Kill Logic? Let's yeah, do this. Come on, it's, it's Dry Kill Logic. That's what it is. Um, no, it is so, and I don't know if you're familiar with this band. The band is Closure in Moscow. And oh, is this the opera singer band? No, or is that what am I thinking of? I don't know. What's, what's the band that has the not opera singer, but it has the really high hair metal vocals, and I always confuse it with this oh, band. Pro- protest the hero. That's what I'm thinking of. That's yeah. they were actually on tour with each other like a two years they, ago. So that probably they might makes as well sense. be the same ba- same band to me. I mean, I, I literally couldn't tell you what this band sounds like, but just with three letter three word name and yep, yeah, I the, I can totally same. see that. That makes a lot of sense. At first, I didn't yeah. know where you were going with that, but I, I I'm yeah. with you now. Um, essentially, so what do they sound like? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, closure in Moscow is uh, somewhere between. So they they have they have two full lengths and they have an EP and they release albums very very like sporadically. It's not it's oh, not shit, very yeah, consistent. Five years between these two, yeah. So the the EP and the first album, uh, the EP is called The Penance and the Patience, and the album is called First Temple. Those are essentially a split down the middle of uh, Seosin and the Mars Volta, which sounds really hmm. weird to mix those two. Uh, okay. but it's essentially right down the middle of those two. And then the the most recent album, Pink Lemonade, is essentially still Mars Volta, but instead of Seosin, it's like mixed with Frank Zappa. Oh, and weird. it's it's very <laughs> weird. And it's... Uh, so just giving like a brief overview, it's... Um, like I said, ha- the earlier stuff has a lot of sort of, you know, like kind of more post-hardcore elements, but they're very technically, technically skilled as a band. Um, they're a bunch of Australian dudes. I've heard numerous pretty much every band that's ever played with them has always said they are the most consistent live band they've ever seen uh and they're just they're they like their lead singer like his full-time job in between albums is he's like a twitch streamer and he's funny as shit Uh, i usually don't care for anyone doing the streaming thing but he's uh he's very very funny and he's also incredibly talented as a singer um i listen to these albums uh and this ep literally like I, I mean, probably it's one of the most consistent things I listen to in my life. And uh, as I was listening to it these past two weeks, I realized like there's not a single song I don't like. And each album hits uh, a different thing for me that I enjoy greatly in music. Whereas like the first uh, EP is very much, like I said, a sort of Seosini post-rock thing. That's really, really fucking good. Uh, the first album is sort of just like a truncated version of a Mars Volta album, and it's very catchy, it's very dancey, but it also, um, I, I don't know, it just has something about it. It actually also contains, so I, I air drum to songs, as you do as well, I got that sure. from you, and yes. previously, the song that would make me air drum so hard I would need Tommy John surgery would be uh, <laughs> Misery Business by Paramore, uh, which yeah. I think we can all understand that. Uh, yeah. th- that has been overtaken. There's a song on the album First Temple called Reindeer Age, uh, and it's pretty much the pre-chorus into the chorus makes me uh, essentially move at uh, meth speeds, and it's real <laughs> badass. Uh, anyways, the point is, it's really, really good. It's, um, it's probably not for everyone but the the guys are really really talented the third out or the third release pink lemonade is the hardest to get into because it's very it's a concept album it's like very over the top it's uh just absolutely bonkers the whole time but it's it's so so good and i i think that just considering how much i listen to it how much i enjoy every single one of the songs uh it's probably like a top five band for me and also Hmm. 
they have a song on their EP uh, that is called Ophelia, Ophelia, and it is essentially just a song about Pan's Labyrinth because apparently one of them really loves Pan's Labyrinth, and wow. that resonates with me, Big Daddy, because I love yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, so anyway, that's I just had to. There was a lot to fit in there, but it's it's really good. I recommend uh, if you are a fan of of any sort of like post genre, and then also just like experimental sort of light prog um you you really should listen to this i'm gonna add a good few songs uh to give you the gambit into the playlist but it's uh it's great stuff i love it and i will be listening to it forever yeah i've never listened to them so i will i will definitely listen and dissect it and prove why you're wrong well thanks (laughs) (laughs) i will look forward to you telling me that i am stupid um Anyway, so that takes care of what we've been listening to, and uh, now we're going to move right into the question portion of everything, and like I said, I was really excited about this because uh, you all came through, and I didn't know know what to think in terms of what sort of questions we would get. I knew there would be some humorous ones and some some cheesy ones, and uh, there's a good mix here. So we have a couple that I'm going to kind of save towards the end that are a little more uh, existential, if you will, and they're going to take us a little more time, I think, to to come up with a good answer for. Um, but uh, we've got a few quick ones that I think we can just sort of rattle off really quick. And there's one that I want to start with because I think it sets the tone. And it really applies to both me and you, um, me and your interests. And this question... Uh, came to someone came from someone very close to us who will remain anonymous uh was it me the the question (laughs) yes the question to start us off is fuck mary kill oh claudio sanchez daryl palumbo and keith Mm -hmm. buckley (laughs) i gotta go that's a, I mean, I think, can, how that's that's a lot of sex appeal and talent to throw into one triumvirate. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you right now for free that I'm going to marry Claudio, hands down. Yeah, he'd be good. He's he'd a family man. He's got a son. He's he's great. I mean, if if you think about him in terms of. Uh, being a dad or being just your significant other clearly he's great him and his wife just write comic books with each other and you know, yeah. he's lives in a sweet house and fucking <laughs> plays with his son he would take care of me so yeah, that's true yes he, he is he is dad yes yeah i'll go with that um i'd have to fuck daryl i mean he's too sexy so i that's uh okay he's, so here's here's what he's i'm got, he's got the you. moves I, I want to say that, but then that that means that I have to kill Keith, and I think that I have to. I, for, for me, I got to swap. I would those kill cause, Keith because because he put up a fight. Like fucking, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't want to stab somebody and walk away. Like I want to fight, and Keith's going to fight. Uh, well, Palumbo's I'm, got all the got all the diseases. I got He's gonna he's gonna hold me tender. He's gonna do what I need him to do. But he ain't gonna fight me. I mean, that's fair. But I feel like I feel like Palumbo's. I feel like he's almost. Uh, like I feel like his sexual prowess is so far beyond mine. That I would feel you I just need to catch up. <laughs> you know, we, this is a whole separate conversation. Now let's let's dive deep. <laughs> I think that he's uh, he's he's too rare for this world. I would have to just let him go. Put the sweet prince down. No, he needs to know all of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to see the glass jaw tattoo that nobody knows about. Yes, he needs to see where I put it. Where on the my the hole of the G is just your butthole. 
Yeah, so that's where I put it, and he wants to know. <laughs> and yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill Keith because he's gonna fucking fight me. Let's do it. I didn't think about that aspect though, because I mean, Keith would. Uh, yeah, if anybody was gonna put up a fight, I mean, he, he'd come at you like dagger in the teeth, pirate style. Yeah, exactly what I was gonna say. He's already had a knife in his teeth before I even brought it up. He's like, yeah, well, we're fine. Shit. I'll he gave he gave you an ocular pat down, and yeah, he knew he, he, knew he assessed the threat. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess you might have swayed me. Sorry, Keith. I stand down. by my answer. Um, all right, so moving to another uh, little quickfire one. We have two that don't really uh, have anything to do with music, which I'm fine with, and they're real easy, I think, to answer. Sk- Skittles or M&M's? Uh, M&M's? Get the fuck out of here with them Skittles. See, I don't know, though. Skittles M&M- are fucking trash. M- M&M's yeah. are all the same flavor, dog. No, fucking M&M's got all kinds of shit. Got, ooh, them Krispies, ooh. Well, that's fair. I guess if you're talking, they got them peanut butters. They got them peanuts. They got the, them the variations. I mean, yeah. yeah, Skittles are just fucking. Ugh. All right, you that's fair. Chew them too that's long. true because you, you and, and everybody only ever eats like fucking three of the flavors of Skittles, anyways. Hey, get them, get the, get that trash out of here. I don't think I've had Skittles in probably 15 years. Like, get get that out of my fucking face. <laughs> okay, well, them, this this the is uh, the, the second part of that one is uh, burrito or chalupa, which chalupa, obviously. Wait, what? What's the question? Burrito or chalupa? Yeah. Why do you pick chalupa? Why? Why not pick chalupa? Because oh, it's fucking. It's too much bread. Give me that fucking. Give me that burrito. Fucking all the good shits in the burrito. I don't need all that bread. No, I love. I fucking love bread, dog. I'm. No, <laughs> I mean no, the chalupa fucking, ten times out of ten. No, I want fucking. I want that burrito. Wrap all the shit up. It's just. A, it's just keeping my shit together. It ain't about the flour. It's about getting that shit in the cram hole. <laughs> See, I. I don't know. I guess, but also, you. You tell me, gordita or chalupa? It's gordita. I don't remember the difference. They're all roughly the same, but I just want the cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat that, and I'll eat a chalupa, too. I ordered that when I go to Taco Bell. I have no problem eating it. I'm just saying, if you're going to give me a burrito or chalupa, there's more in a burrito, I'll get my money's worth. I don't know. That sounds I can get a, I can get a full meal. I got, I got to have at least two chalupas to <laughs> equal a burrito. This is fucking bullshit. All right, fuck you, then. Uh, I, I'm t- we're going <laughs> to... Give me that knife. Where's the knife? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody call Keith. <laughs> yeah, Keith. Uh, I'm ready to fight. Keith. Um, okay, and then the, the last one, this, this was sort of a, a trio of, of uh, joke questions. And this last one, I think, may be more focused towards me, but we're going to throw it out there anyways. Uh, never cook again or never do pot again. And I want to answer that with a scathing <laughs> remark that says, I don't partake in anything related to the devil's lettuce and never have and I never will. So It's for anyone, just not for me any presumptuous motherfuckers but also the easy answer there is obviously never do the marijuanas again because like never gonna cook again never have control over the thing that i have to do three times a day yeah that's likely idiots uh, yeah. i don't i don't cook or or chew the devil's lettuce so. <laughs> fucking chew it it's tobacco now it's like yeah. it's just skull i dip it yeah i just fucking i dip i dip the lettuce so yeah i love that wintergreen cannabis yeah so you know skull i can't brand. answer uh well yeah obviously like i said i would never do weed again because if you asked me to never cook again i would fist fight you well um, shit <laughs> i know you ain't cooking burritos up in there so shit i don't know if i even care you know what though i cook a fucking mean burrito i don't know if i've ever cooked a I don't even, all that trash house. you're talking about fucking chalupas and burritos I can't you trust just me. wait I'm, i hey I i'm in charge you. of your thanksgiving dinner buddy don't think that this uh, you probably podcast... got some thick ass burrito that you're making i'm like no no no, no. yeah I'm, give me that fucking i'm just putting a whole <laughs> turkey drumstick in a fucking tortilla <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just a fuck. It's a P, one of those PE mats. Is what you're wrapping up your burrito in? <laughs> fucking thick ass. <laughs> oh god, like, no, I can, fam. That, I can that ain't smell no that already. Uh, okay, so let's look what we have next. Um, actually, this, so this one is related to uh, a good jumping off point from the cooking. Uh, this one says, "What music do we put on while cooking?" And you are obviously, as you said, you don't you don't cook a lot, but inter- interchange uh, that with whatever your main at home activity is uh, or work activity. Then, sure. what what music is that going to be for you? Uh, music doesn't really matter um there's not like an, it's just whatever I, well if it doesn't matter then let's get you off this podcast you son of a bitch. Say, music is fucking trash and i don't even like it um i guess i don't really have a choice it's whatever i'm listening to at the time so like there's nothing specific for a task around the house but i do listen to um like a podcast or something like usually when i'm in the kitchen or like cleaning up or something like that i don't know i listen to music so much that usually that's kind of what I break from is doing some kind of podcast or something. So yeah, um, that's fair. I feel like your, your house also normally has like when I walk in, like there's usually something playing very softly in the background. It's never like there's something abrasive. Yeah. It's, I guess it's music, music, so much part of my life that like, there's no like specific activity for a certain thing, I guess. So fail. Yeah. (laughs) I guess. And see for me, it's, that's actually like, that one works for me on a lot of levels because that's actually um, that's when I do a lot of my my music listening at this point because uh, I don't like I don't know sometimes whenever I'm driving in the car especially because I work a super early morning job I like honestly will drive to work in the morning usually just in silence and so um, I don't get like a lot of music listening time in my car so usually when I come home um, you drive in silence are you fucking terrorists what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> only only in the mornings it, but on my way there i just like i can't do it i'm like i just woke up i'm you know it's still dark outside and i'm just like no it's this well I can't here's here's my weird thing then so um i well probably more so in the past but i guess still now um i usually eat my breakfast in the car because it's usually handheld um it's like dennis eating have, the cereal in his yeah car. i'm usually in the cereal and yeah i'm pissed when somebody ruins me but um but I used to have to eat lunch in the car, you know, in previous years uh, when I worked a different role. But um, now I don't do that. But point being is eating, I could never listen to music while eating in the car. I'd always have to put on something with like talking. Um, so like a podcast or something or the radio or whatever uh, or oh. stand up. So like it's weird. Like I, if for whatever reason, like I can't eat at least while driving, I guess. But I can't eat and listen to music. I guess it's true anyway, because like usually if I'm eating, I want to turn on the TV or something else. Like it has to be some kind of human talking or situational thing. But yeah, I, I don't equate eating and music, I guess. Yeah, so that's, I, I, why, that's, I don't know why that is. I, I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, like, I guess, yeah, if I'm actually eating, I'm try. I will be turning it off. But yeah, if I'm, if I'm cooking, that's like, I, I have, I'm usually, oh, yeah, that would be fine. Like, yeah. I usually have something in my head anyways. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I just, I, I've got to listen. So I don't know for me though, it's usually something that, if, if it's something that I'm trying to listen to really in depth, uh, I'm probably not going to put it on while I cook, but I listen to a lot of like, uh, a lot of like indie and like noodly shit while I cook, because then I can either just kind of like groove to it while I'm cutting. Cause something. of the noodles. Cause of, <laughs> God damn it. I take it all back. I don't even mean to make that joke, but it's, it's over. Uh, make them pasta. <laughs> um, but no, it's usually something or it's something that I can kind of like sing along with, uh, that kind of like just keeps me fucking moving. Uh, sometimes I'll put on like, 
Like, I remember uh, last year, towards the end of the year, and I was listening to a bunch of albums that had come out in 2018, and I put on the Behemoth album that came out, and it was the just Behemoth like... Album? Yeah, the, the Behemoth album? Yeah, the Behemoth album. For my mother, who is somewhere out there listening, she is cracking up right now. Uh, <laughs> but the, I put that on, and it was like, literally, I was chopping everything at 290 BPM, and it was just like... Just <laughs> fucking shit going everywhere. Yeah, it was uh, just, it just was fucking insane. Mess. Yeah, my eyes were bleeding, it just... <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to cook. Uh, yeah, so so usually something a little a little softer than that. Um, we'll do. You know, I could agree with if I'm trying to concentrate. I usually don't listen to something new. It's got to be something, you know, that I've either heard before or I'm not really paying attention to. That's why I like the uh, after I listen to an album, Spotify thing where it just kind of plays stuff you think you like because that usually works fine for me. And then if it's something I re- it usually tells me if I if it gets me to out of my trance to notice it, I'm like, oh, I must really like this. So yeah, that's true. It's, that's always, a, I it's mean, always a good test for me. Yeah, that is one of the big benefits of Spotify doing that. That's how my yeah. my roommate finds out about a lot of his music now is because he just he glass blows for a living, and so as soon as a play or an album ends, he gets like a whole playlist of shit he's never heard. Um, yeah. I think it does the body good. Uh, okay, knock that one out of the park as we so often do. Um, so this uh, th- okay the, this one. Uh, this is going to sound a little snarkier, I think, in my answer than I mean for it to, but, uh, this question is, wow, what, what a dick, what is the best live band we've seen? And what is the best show we've seen? And to that, I would say, brother, listen to episode two. <laughs> Catch up. Uh, no, I, that, that is a really good question though. So it's so much of a good question that we did a entire episode about it. Uh, so if you are interested in the results of that, go back and listen to episode two and we talk about, we each listed off five of our best shows we've ever seen. Uh, I don't know if we gave our best live band we've seen, if I was saying off the top of my head, one of it'd probably be something like Dillinger, but I think we go more in depth on that episode about it so yeah i've slept since then so yeah I'm sure that, that i probably couldn't tell you what i said so i made it all up yeah that's, sure. that's what i was about to say <laughs> I mean, uh but actually i'm gonna I, since that one sort of we don't have an answer for i, I did think to myself that i want to give it just a little bit of a twist and say is there and i don't think i've asked this if i have sorry podcast listeners but uh do you have like one band that you ha- will never be able to see for whatever reason that you wish you could see like that's it's, uh, it's, it's wait, you'll never have that? the you'll never have it's a band that you will never have the opportunity to see again for whatever reason uh that you oh. never got a chance to see at any point is there is there any one that stands out as like that really sucks that's gonna bum me out till i die uh well let's talk about the big one i mean fucking taproot uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gonna be our, i'm telling you that's, that's gonna be the ongoing well that's why the initials of this podcast are tap baby uh, yeah fucking is that tap root uh, <laughs> uh damn i gotta think about that i'm sure there, there's there got to be an answer to that i just don't know off the top of my head i'm trying to think i, I mean for uh, for me it's uh the practical one is the two practical ones would be like in terms of bands I like, Boys Night Out or the Blood Brothers. Uh, yeah, that's actually Boys Night Out's probably a good answer. Yeah, yeah but if I'm being if I'm being a little more just like uh, voyeuristic and just out there with my answer, it'd be fucking Gigi Allen. I don't know that I want to see that. In the fucking... But I would. I would need to, <laughs> if I could see that like uh, in like a zoo cage, then I would watch that. <laughs> I would need to be behind a poop shield. Yeah, I don't know that I. But but realistically, yes, Boys Night Out or Blood Brothers would be, I think. Oh yeah, you know my Boys Night Out story where I got to the show and from outside in the parking lot, I could hear them 
wrapping up their set, and by the time we got through the front door, they were done taking their shit off the stage. So, what a I heard bummer! Them. <laughs> that's like <laughs> yeah. that's. I mean, that still hurts. That's that same thing happened with He Is Legend. The one time I went to see them too. At least you still could I. technically go see He Is Legend. Yeah, you still yeah, but they were touring off I Am Hollywood. I'll never get that experience. Again. That's true. You fuck it. You really blew it, dog. I fucking I beefed it twice. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's that is big beef. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even drive then, so it really wasn't my fault. But what a time! That was so many years yeah. ago now. Yeah. Little baby Griff couldn't even drive. Yeah, I, I was my bike. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking like six at the time. Um, okay. Uh, so here's another good one that you will probably have a better answer for than me. Uh, and this is another one that comes from uh, someone very close to us. Favorite movie soundtracks. Ooh. Uh, well, as a kid, that's how I got into music was actually movie soundtracks. I remember so you saying that. My wife makes fun, fun of me for this whenever I bring it up, but like I would, uh, <laughs> so one of my, I remember I had the big green soundtrack. Uh, that was a good one. What the fuck? Uh, that's a weird one. <laughs> Yeah, the Mortal Kombat soundtrack opened up a lot of doors for me. Fear Factory yeah. and just weird uh, industrial, you know, techno music. That's got to be uh, up there for one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, so I can say definitely like Mortal Kombat soundtrack for sure, the, or the movie I should specify. Um, and I remember I had uh, uh, Broken Arrow, the movie with John Travolta and Christian Slater <laughs> is a one of John Woo's. Is it John Woo? I think that is a John Woo. I think it's one of his early American movies. Um, if not the first, maybe it was the second one. It was before Face Off. But anyway, it's a great fucking movie. Um, and I still quote it to this day. But the soundtrack, I mean, I would turn that on in my room as a whatever I was, seven, eight year old, um, and act out scenes to the soundtrack. So, like, movie soundtracks mean a lot to me, especially good ones. So, um, I'm trying to think of someone recent. Yeah, I feel like the the I mean, and this is this is a vastly uh, this is a huge overstatement on my part, but I think that like for me, soundtracks have a lot less meaning now, partly because I don't buy like CDs anymore and I have access to all the music that I want. But also, I mean, so many soundtracks are like very much like mainstream rap or pop or hip hop, and it's just like stuff that I'm not gravitating towards. Uh, and I'm not as much of a movie watcher as I used to was. So that's, uh, that sort of does it for me. One that I can say that I, uh, of ones that I know I owned that I really, really enjoyed was, um, the movie accepted that Justin Long movie about him oh, yeah. making up a college. Yeah. Uh, I owned the soundtrack to that and it actually like, it had some fucking heat on it, dog. It had like modest mouse, the chemical brothers, the hives, mm. Uh, who else? There's a few others on there. Um, but it's like it's it's a really really fun like. Oh, it also has a Motion City soundtrack on there, and that was that was oh, that was like right as I was getting into Motion City soundtrack, and that was like oh my god, this fucking rules. Uh, but it's that that's like a that's a fun one for me. Um, I didn't discover anything new off of that, but that was all stuff that I already enjoyed, and it the song that they use of modest mouse is gravity rides everything which is one of my favorite modest mouse songs so that's yeah. that's a top one for me for sure uh i think another it's obvious and definitely for me and you and probably most people in my generation uh the tony hawk soundtracks yes were, uh, absolutely huge influence that's got to uh, be like i mean even more so than any movie or anything for that matter tony hawk yeah. like it's the gold yeah yeah that, i mean that turned pe- so many people on i mean fucking uh was it mill and colin Melancholin, whatever they, the classic fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
that. But as but another medium, as far as video games go, I think one of my favorite soundtracks is definitely the Bioshock soundtrack. I mean, I love every yes, I love that whole genre, everything they've done with that. So uh, that's a big one on me. I'm trying to think of another one. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think of of ones. I'm looking back here at my uh, my shelf of movies, and I mean. I don't know. The, <laughs> I remember being really into as a young buck. I don't even remember what all was on it now, but uh, there was this movie, and who knows if anyone remembers this. It was called Grind, and it was when skateboarding oh, yeah. was super, <laughs> super hot, and they put Adam Brody uh, in a movie with a bunch of other fucking no-names to make a movie about skateboarding, and the soundtrack had the most stereotypical songs for a skateboarding thing ever, but it had, like, The Used on there, and it had fucking uh, Headstrong by Trapped, and, oh, I bet it did. It I better mean, have. I mean, yeah, because what else do you skate a half pipe to? I'm definitely headstrong. Yeah. It, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I know there's so many more. That's like that's 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 a really good question though, because you are right that, um, I mean, that's like a big part of movies and and any anything like that. Video games also. The soundtrack is such a big part, but it's almost hard for me to think about. Uh, you know, which ones really st- like stand out off the top of my head, but. Uh the scrubs soundtrack oh yeah that's a great one i mean they put out a couple but i would just say as a general as a show like they just had so many the music supervisor on that was just such a genius i mean most of it was zach braff but just in general uh yeah the scrubs soundtrack i think is a good one god damn that's that yes actually that's very true yeah Yeah, i mean there's probably uh, a good chunk of tv shows as well that have like really memorable soundtracks for me um I mean, there's. I feel like there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, honestly, one that had a really good soundtrack, uh, as far as TV shows go, is Weeds. I, I don't like Weeds, but I have seen a good chunk of it, and um, they did a really good job, at least in the earlier stuff that I saw, of having like really fun shit on there. They had like uh, Ween, and a bunch. Every every uh, intro was like a different band doing the same song, and so like the the soundtrack for Weeds was actually pretty fucking tight. Yeah. Uh, now that I remember it. I'm trying to think. I, I mean, back to Scrubs. The I don't think any other show has that I've seen has incorporated music so much into the show and storyline. I mean, it made it so unique. And I mean, just like well, I think with the with the exception of a show like Glee or something that's like about music. Oh no, yeah, sure. But I meant just like how it was. It was never the focus on the show, but it was the focus on the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, like how much like just watching it and then seeing it a million times and hearing these songs and everything. I mean, just how ingrained it was into the uh, fabric of the show. Yeah. I mean, so many things that I remember about scrubs are like a lot of them are cued by like songs that I hear. And like, I remember specific uh, like scenes. I know what song is playing in that scene. I mean, that I I, also, that's the point. Every time we hear the song, we've both seen scrubs a shit ton of times, but it also though, I mean, it it does stick with you. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, Colin, Hey, that's the reason I got into him was fucking because of scrubs. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I yeah. Think I can top that. Yeah, I think that's the, that's. I think that's probably one of the tops for sure. Would be Scrubs. Um, yeah. Does the? I wonder. I don't know this, but thinking of movie soundtracks, do you think the Ace Ventura soundtrack had Cannibal Corpse on it? Uh, you know, I I had When Nature Calls. I don't think I I actually own that soundtrack. Um, I don't know if the first one did. I I mean I I feel like. I don't I don't know if they would put that on because they were I mean that that would have been like Hammer Smashed Face and I don't know if they would have put that on a fucking mass release soundtrack. I don't even know that they released the soundtrack. I remember I did have the I think I had When Nature Calls. I'm pretty sure I did. 
Yeah, I do because it had the. I think it was mostly the the songs like the actual score of the movie, not the song. I don't remember. I need to look that up and see. But if, if they did have Cannibal Corpse, that's a bold move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a spicy one for a Jim Carrey yeah, it soundtrack. Release. It definitely was Hammer Smash. I mean, he loved Cannibal Corpse. It's other in the movie. Is so. that's is that really why they were? Uh... Yeah, he knew who they were. Yeah, so he put them in the movie. That's so weird. I, I like I he especially given what he's like now. Uh, I don't know. Like I can't imagine him being like, yeah, I want to put fucking Cannibal Corpse into my oh yeah movie. I don't know. That's well, I'm glad it's in there though because that like that makes that movie even better. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. That was a that was a great one. I fucking. <laughs> You know who I you are it. who submitted that question, and it fucking ruled. Uh, here's here's another one that borders on a little bit goofy, and I get the intention behind it, but I don't know if I... I wish I could be as aggressive as this tweet is, or as this question is, but here's what, here, here goes. Uh, how many ball hairs would you be willing to eat? Oh, God. We're going to pause it right there and let you digest that yeah. one. Uh, I'll say again. How many ball hairs would you be willing to eat before listening to the entire Avett Brothers discography. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I would have to eat any ball hairs. I think I would do that. Uh, okay. Th- and this is, ha- this is my thing is that I, I, I saw who, this question. Who Avett Brothers? And I was like, you know, I'm not an Avett Brothers guy. Like that's music's not for me. I don't know if I would rather resort to eating pubic hair than listening to it. I don't know if I'm that opposed. I haven't kept up with them since I'm trying to find it. I think the last one I listened to was I and love and you. I feel um, like they had good music though. Right. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not crazy. Yeah, I, I don't just, dis- they just got really popular really fast and just became part of that whole, you know, folk country genre and, you know, kind of full of their own shit. But I mean, their early stuff I've never had a problem with. Um, I never, I didn't love them, but I don't need any ball hairs to listen to them. I'll check them out. I th- yeah, I think that, okay, I'm, I, I think that's kind of where I was leaning. Now, now. Who out there hates them this much that so you need some ball hairs? Uh, if, here's the thing. If you switch Avett Brothers to maybe perhaps Mumford and Sons. I don't dislike Mumford and Sons, so you can you can keep your ball hairs. I, you know what? I might, I might take a few before I listen to that. Uh, they put they have some great fucking songs, and they they're an incredible live band. I know that I do. Yes, I have seen plenty and plenty and plenty of videos of them doing live stuff, and I know that it's very like interactive. But uh, that is not for yeah, me. No. But I, even still, you know, there's in general though, I would say there's very few bands that if we're getting down to brass tacks, uh, that I'm gonna have to eat a whole lot of ball hairs before I listen to. Um, the entire discography. Yeah. You could maybe make that argument for Megadeth. <laughs> I might, I might eat. Some, yeah, I, now, now, now we're getting somewhere. Because if, if you're talking sheer length of that one, I mean that's a that's a whole lot of albums and a whole lot of Dave Mustaine. <sighs> and I know, I know that there guy. is somebody out there listening to this who yeah. really enjoys Megadeth, and I'm sorry. Megadeth suck. I'll listen. <laughs> I, I won't. You will not have to force feed me any human hairs to listen to like the first three Megadeth albums. But after that, you're gonna be fucking waterboarding me with well, pubes. I, I would listen to it. I don't think I would enjoy it, but I would listen <laughs> to it. there's there's not a lot of music I wouldn't listen to. Well, okay. Um, the, the, okay, let's. So I'm gonna piggyback off that one then, which I think this is a really good question. It, it's got kind of a satirical spin to it, but. Uh, I, I I like this especially for me because I can I can get fairly opinionated on the the negative side of things. Uh, if you were king of the world, which songs would be illegal? Too late. 
up to three. Would be illegal. Yeah. Which songs would be? Would you? What are the the band texts? I'll tell you. I've already got one right off rip, motherfucker, and that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, please. Hit uh, that is gonna be "Crazy Bitch" by Buck Cherry. <laughs> Why? The whole Buck Cherry discography. That's the one. I don't. You know. I will sell you ball hairs to listen to that. Please. I want to hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's 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 getting banned for sure no actually that's, that's pretty pretty awful song i'm you know what i can probably even say i have a second one which is uh whatever i couldn't tell you the name of the song or anything else about it but whatever that fucking stupid five finger death punch song is that starts off with i was born with a shotgun in my hand uh oh couldn't even tell you what that band sounds like i just know i hate the name already it's so. bro it is like Imagine someone recording themselves uh, like jerking off into a Confederate flag, and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I know exactly what that sounds like. Yeah, I think that's probably the genre that I hate the most. I think it's that tough, tough guy. Uh, what's it's it's the whole. It's like uh, it's like negative hate breed. Yeah, it's like like the whole. It's not. It's like the harder Nickelback. I mean, it's all the same shit to me. The Nickelbacks, the Daughtrys, but the the metal version of it, but the Breaking Benjamins, the um, fuck, Three Days Grace, whatever that genre is. Huh? Three Days Grace. Three Days Grace. Just all those bands where it's just ba- basically you are a auto technician and you drive your Harley to work. <laughs> Fucking and you have a auto technician. <laughs> I mean, I work. Uh, we have a, a lot of car dealerships as clients and. Uh, the work we do um um we're it consultants um but yeah i mean that's just, that is that is the stereotype auto technician is that guy and from all their workstations or their whatever their their toolboxes is some ver- ver- variation on mm-hmm. fucking i wish it was something like slipknot you know something that yeah. i mean it's still generic enough but it's heavy enough that i can appreciate but no it's always just some fucking Buck Cherry, yeah, uh, fucking Three Days Grace, fucking all that crap. Bad. Whatever that is, I don't like it. That that's what you're gonna have to get, make me eat some ball hairs for because I cannot. <laughs> I mean, like I, I don't hate like I I do lump like Fuel uh, and shit into that, but I actually there's some good Fuel songs. So those singles are are some good earworms, but that whole genre that tough guy it's like it's not tough enough but it's tough it's know? like yeah it's, it's not it's not godsmack but it's quite it's almost got it's basically godsmack oh but God. you know what i mean it like, is basically godsmack the the bands like godsmack that came after godsmack i mean i don't like godsmack but you know they were at least they had some edge to them yeah and like these bands just like it just whatever this five finger death punch shit it just seems like if you actually came up to them and like all right let's fucking brawl like no yeah. like i feel like that's <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's it's like you know what it is is that it's it's somewhere between like slipknot and juggalos like it's it's i was about to say i think this i think it's the southern version of juggalos is basically yeah, yeah. Oh, which i guess there are southern juggalos but it's the metal version of juggalos that's it's that equivalent yeah because it's it's, just, it's very yeah. much that same it's like yeah that same kind of art the style world, the world is shitting on us and you know it's everybody else's fault but our own music yeah that's oh my God. I, I can't get behind that yes so those are my two at least two of the songs that would be banned guaranteed would be that five finger death punch song and crazy bitch by buck cherry uh yeah you could probably throw in uh, I don't know. Maybe not specifically any one of them. There's probably a Coldplay song that I'd say take 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 out of the lineup for good. Coldplay is a band that I feel like I didn't appreciate enough at the time. Um, I mean, the the reason I don't like Coldplay now is because Chris Martin's fucking chud. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we know we know too much <laughs> about him and his stupid shit. But um, 
I feel like as an as an older adult in my early 30s that I would probably appreciate Coldplay now. It's the same thing that happened to me with John Mayer. Like I didn't appreciate John Mayer until I got older. And there's some fucking good. I was gonna say John John Mayer kind of slaps though. He does, and I always liked him. It's just I didn't appreciate it until I got older. And I feel like Coldplay is in a similar boat. I don't think I would like them as much as that comparison, but I feel like they. I, I always gave Coldplay shit, and I give you two the same shit because it's the. I always hated people, a guitarist in a band who acts like he's doing so much shit when <laughs> everything in the music is not guitar. But like you see them play live or you see them in the music video, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking slamming on these strings." I'm like, "There is not one stringed instrument in what you're playing right <laughs> yeah, now." The, like the edge that is, is the, all the biggest overactor. Yeah, so it's like I. I always and I, it's. I mean guitar effects are amazing and yes like you can make all the sounds but don't act like you're doing so much over there when you're not like it's those are bands that like the sum of you know if you take all those parts away individually they would not mean anything but yeah. they you know i appreciate them as a that they're able to come together as a band and make that noise so i've i don't think you two i'm ever going to get into just it's just no but i think coldplay is this generation's you two yeah i would agree with and that. i think there's some i think i'm missing out on some coldplay stuff so um I don't know that I hate them. I guess is the point. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I knew I, I knew I did back in the day, but I don't think I hate them now. Yeah, that's fair. I think the first three Coldplay's at least. I don't know anything new, but you know everything. Whatever the one is after Rush of Blood to the Head, there's like one yeah. more after that that I think. Wait, is that the one that has the dude's like face dissolving in sand? Is that Rush of Blood to the Head? I think here I'll just look it up. But yeah, I think I think their first three albums are like the ones that I remember being like the shit and then i think they took a hiatus and came you remember when they came back as like uh bandoliers or whatever yeah fucking, some weird like, shit don't do that but <laughs> uh what is it uh hold on well yeah, yeah that viva la vida yeah i'm not listening to that yeah. uh x and y was the last one i think that was worth is uh, that the, time, the, the, yeah. one with the blue cover yeah the blue cover so it goes yeah. parachutes rush of blood to the head and that's the one with the sand face and then x and y so i think those first three which i'm gonna save right now and just We'll see how I feel. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I guess Coldplay is like they're, they're in the similar vein as like Nickelback, where it's just so easy to fucking just poke fun at them. I guess uh, if I'm being realistic, I wouldn't ban any of their songs. You know what song I might ban for to complete three would be, um, maybe for his own benefit and also so that we can just move on. Uh, would be, uh, I will follow you into the dark, uh, just so we can put a bullet in its head for good. Oh, Death Cab? Yeah. I've, yeah, that song is overdone. Um, I heard that song because I've, I've been a Death Cab fan my, as soon as I knew who they were. And I, f- I regret not getting, getting into them sooner because I got into them right between Translanicism and uh, what, Plans? Mm-hmm. It's like right before Plans came out. Um, when, obviously, they got huge. But I, I regret not getting into them sooner because the club we always played in our band uh, back in Texas, the Ridgely Theater, they played that thing like every few months and they were always there. And I never appreciated that. I could have seen that band. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing death cab in a place that small? Yeah. When they were touring off photo album and, you know, translanticism, like I regret that decision, but I didn't know. Uh, but anyway, so I liked that song when it came out, obviously, cause it was a great track and it is overused, overplayed. Yeah. That's the only reason it's not yeah. that I don't like it, but I just feel like, yeah, it's not a bad song. It's just, it's that's, that's not death cab to me. That yeah, song. exactly. I think that's why I said, we can just go ahead and put that one to rest, but you could also mm-hmm. sub that one out for, Hey there, Delilah by the plain white tees. We could ban that. Oh, that can go. Yeah. Don't fucking ever play that in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. That's one I will put on that list. Cause I've never, uh, no, fuck that band. Fuck that song. 
Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I take off my hoodie, revealing a plain white tee. <laughs> I was gonna say, fam, we may have some words. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that one can go. But I'm, I'm gonna. So yeah, I'll say that I'll stick with my three. Are I will follow you into the dark, and then Crazy Bitch by Buck Cherry, and that Five Finger Death Punch song that sucks. Yeah, I don't ever want to hear that one. So yeah, you can skip it. <laughs> I've never heard them. I don't. I don't want to hear them. Please don't show them to me. Yeah, uh, don't don't worry. We won't. You know, I was just scrolling through my um, songs. I was trying to think of it, or like Spotify play to see if I can think of anything. But thrice flew by, and you could throw Deadbolt in there because I am so <laughs> <old> too. <laughs> like, yeah, I, and I know they are too. They hate fucking playing it, but like. Ugh, yeah, you. After, I don't you need know, to hear Deadbolt ever again. Because you know, I got into Thrice when that that first was actually it's their second album, I guess, came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, they leaps and bounds better than that album. I'm just so glad that they're not that band anymore because they're so much better now. It it did not it did not uh, age very well, in my opinion. Ew. And I know they hate I know they hate playing Deadbolt, but there's still some you know some reason the audience that needed so. yes it's, i i do not like deadbolt at all mm, so throw that in there. yeah uh i mean it's 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 hard to to pinpoint uh you know there's like there's obviously joke songs to pinpoint that you would want banned uh it's i feel like the the main thing that it comes down to though is I, you would want to ban songs that you've heard a trillion times really because that's the only i mean oh yeah it's it's I can hate a lot of songs, but to actually ban it, it'd be, it'd have to be one that just got played into the ground. And so, yeah, something like Deadbolt and something like fucking, I will follow you into the dark. Just take them out. Um, I would almost put Meshuggah's Bleed in there too. I'm just, I'm tired of hearing it. Yeah. I mean, I I would say for anyone that's like involved, uh, sort of in, in the subculture of music that we tend to, to gravitate towards. Yeah. Bleed is fucking every time I hear that. Like I, I, there's about 30 seconds where I'm like, yeah, that's still grooves. And I'm like, Oh damn it. I've seen everybody cover it, play it. I'm just, it's so over, overdone. Yeah. So get it out of here. Uh, well moving on to something a little different that I think actually, I'm going to let you answer by yourself. Cause I don't, I don't think I have a good enough answer for it, which is kind of, uh, upsetting, but what is your favorite local bands album ever? Um, well, knockout Kings. Oh fuck. <laughs> yep. Nope. You did it. Yeah. Kids got heart. That's yeah. it. That's the one. <laughs> I was going to say knockout Kings. I mean, it's still, uh, the fur or, uh, the lion and kids got hard. Yeah, I mean the lion. Yeah, the lion also slaps, but kids got hard is fucking sick. I'm gonna, yeah. bro. If uh, at Clink Cow doesn't think he's getting tagged in this post, he's got another thing coming. <laughs> he better. He better. He's still working at Bethesda. We just I mentioned that the other day. Uh, but yeah, that's okay. That's that's fair. But you, I honestly do not have enough of a like well-versed knowledge in a lot of local bands i I probably should more than i do because to be honest the the local band albums that i've listened to the most are going to be probably knockout kings like you just said and then probably uh videl (laughs) hey i I like that band (laughs) Uh, if we're just talking about hours listen but in general though i don't i don't have enough of an opinion on it i would trust Uh, you more i think so when i think local i'm just going to think of unsigned bands but uh that brown eye deception ep that's in there Mm. for me um I'm trying to think if there's anything since I've moved to Columbus that's really worth saying. I'm sure somebody out there is screaming that I'm missing something. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's probably so many. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is there any? I'm, oh, uh, narrow, narrow Arrow, their their first EP uh, is really good. Actually, Matt put that out on tape for them. Um, so yeah, the first Narrow Arrow, narrow arrow so hard to say. Um, yeah, I'd put that in there. Mm. 
I remember you telling me that you enjoyed that. Uh, I think it's on Spotify. Have you you never listened to them? I I think that I listened to it uh, whenever it was, whenever it came out. I don't know if I could tell you a single song off of it. Oh yeah, we played a few shows with them. Actually, the drummer recorded the last History's History album. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, we did it, went to a studio to do that. Yeah, it's called Middle, Middle Children is the EP, and then they put out a, um album, and I, I don't remember hating it, but I don't remember really latching onto it, so I'm going to save that and listen to that again. Um, but yeah, Middle Children is amazing. The lyrical content, the music, like they, they really hit out of the park with that. I remember the first time we saw them live, like our jaws were on the floor, and they were, they were so humble... I mean, the the dude plays with two guitars at, at the same time. He's got one like on a um, stand, like facing up, and he's playing like a piano basically. And he's got one um, strapped on him, and he's basically just fretting with two hands across two different guitars. One's an eight string, one's a six string. Um, bassist is really good, and they've got very simple drums, um, but it's it, it slaps. So yeah, check out Nero Arrow. I, yeah, I threw a couple songs on the the playlist because that's one that I want to go back to as well. Yeah, so that would definitely be a good one. Um, oh, I know there's more. I'm just trying to think of the ones that actually stood the test of time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard with, with local bands like that because, uh, you know, part of it, too, is that a lot of those local bands that may fucking bump, like, you don't, they're not on Spotify or, you know, it's not easy to listen to them all the time. So I think well, a lot slipped through the cracks. Yeah. I just, I, if I look at my iTunes, my old iTunes, I mean, I, have to, I got so many demos and CDs back in the day that they're all ripped in there. But how many of those that I actually go back to is rare besides the ones I've already mentioned. I'm trying to think of just anything in Columbus because there just hasn't been enough that I think I've... I don't know. Does Cloud Kicker count as yeah. a local band? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure. Cloud Kicker, yeah. <laughs> of course. I mean, it, it, I think it's like that, that rides the cusp, I think, of being, you know, local or bigger, but... Yeah, I'm just trying to think if anything has been. Yeah, I actually, I, I preemptively before this uh, episode, I loaded my iTunes up for the first time in like fucking years, and I've been like, I'm looking through to see if there's anything um, that I can find, but uh, no, I just see like I, I scrolled through and immediately I went to Knockout Kings. I mean, bro, I'm not gonna fucking lie. There's like, I don't know. There's like, I feel like Knockout Kings is kind of it, but there was a lot of bands that I was listening to uh like kind of by proxy from that early like fort worth scene between you and some of like my friends brothers and stuff uh i think i already talked about fucking like uh what was it fucking like statues cry bleeding and uh fucking sirens over athens or some weird shit like yeah that. but none of the, none of those hold up yeah i mean that's what was uh what was, i mean the, uh, the last starfighter that was another one of those yeah, they were okay. Yeah, I mean, they're not uh, as good as, like, Knockout remember, Kings or something. I mean, No, I don't remember the recordings being as good. They were more a great live band. But, I mean, the best ones are obviously, you know, in theory, History's History, Graves, Dog Breeds, uh, Videl, Dear Applicant. I mean, those are yeah, all the best just, ones, so. <laughs> bro, <laughs> There's no bias yeah. there. So, What about that solo acoustic project, fam? Oh, yeah, the, the unreleased stuff. That's all That's all the good stuff. Yeah, I've, I just pulled it up on my iTunes, so uh, one, da- one day. Danger Club? Yep, I've got it here. Uh, yeah, I would say, so I'm going to go, uh, if I had to make an answer, mine's Knockout Kings. Oh, yeah, I mean, that is the one. Uh, but I will be uh, listening to Narrow Era. I'm glad sure. that came up. Yeah, I'm just trying to think in, in recent, in the Columbus scene, like one, one that I still listen to would still be that Narrow Arrow, Narrow Arrow EP. Well, they've got their 20 seconds of fame now on the internet's yeah. most famous podcast. So, oh, this is true. So, you know, we're going to get that. I was going to say, get, somebody <laughs> will be calling soon with your contract. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, 
Well, okay. Here's uh, here's two two others that I think we can answer pretty quickly. Uh, one, does bad album artwork affect how much you enjoy an album? Yes. I I would yes. I was gonna say for me absolutely. It's not how much I enjoy. It's how much I'm receptive to it. If the music's good, I can get past it. But lately, I mean, for sure, it's the album art has to match the tone of the album, mm-hmm. um, and that's really hard to do as the person in the band i mean i put out enough releases that i hope most of the stuff i've done reflects the music but you just don't know because you're too close to it unless you hire somebody independently and then you're still too close to it so i just it's hard to to know but um yeah when album art is doesn't reflect the tone of the music i mean it does affect it it makes me something bad album art makes me not want to listen to it you know so it's you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover but sometimes it's like that you did not do good enough to get me to even check this out well and i think that also uh the way that like my mind works i mean this like a great example is literally us just talking about coldplay like i don't fucking know those coldplay albums but like i can see them in my mind like physically like yeah and so for a lot of bands like if if you don't have a super memorable song or something like the first thing my mind's gonna jump to is your album artwork and if it sucks ass then like i am instantly less interested than i would be otherwise but good album artwork uh, like that's how I want to feel when listening to it. It's so like, uh, you know, a, a classic one is hopes yes. fall. Like when I, for instance, listen to magnetic North, like those that album art is, it looks like some underwater, you know, space Bioshock shit almost. But you know, that's what that album sounds like. You know, satellite year sounds like it's fucking in outer space. So, you know, you get all that and the new one, you know, sounds like that combination of them basically. Yeah. That's what the album art looks like. So it's just like the album art should make me feel a certain way, a certain color um, when I'm listening to it. And it's and it's not because you've made the music sound like it's just this is the visual representation you've given me. So I'm going to use those those colors and everything else. Like I mentioned, the Better Off album, like the pinks and the green and the blue. Like that's what that music sounds like to mm-hmm. me. Um, so it, it works like that. That's what I want the connection to be. So if I this is visually what I'm going to be looking at, you know, whether it's in my car, on the phone, on the computer. Like all those elements have to go together and go, oh, you're telling me this is what the music sounds like. This is what I'm supposed to visualize. And when they don't line up, it's like it's hard for me to, you know, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's something out there that doesn't match. And I'm like, I got over it or I made it match in my head. But uh, I'm just going to like my recently played and like, for instance, the big one, the two tap roots, <laughs> like they fit. <laughs> they fit what they're what they're selling yeah, me. Like absolutely. all those. Uh, the cold album is a perfect one that, you know, <laughs> uh notebook with the sticker and the rubber band like that's that fits what's what's going on yep uh, fucking misery signals of malice like that fits oh i mean yeah malice that fucking is yes right on the money i mean pink lemonade closure in moscow i mean i hope the music sounds like it it sounds exactly like like that yeah so like good album art is very important and i mean cd space cowboy there's both i'm disappointed with those album art i think they're especially the new one i think while it does reflect it, it just seems lazy. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of thought into that to me, but um, that's here not really what we're talking about. But, you know, just it, album artwork is very important. Um, yeah, I, I think, but it's, I think it's, more, a great it's more than just the image. It would be it's the package. Uh, I think that two that do it really well for me are uh, both Dillinger albums, Miss Machine and Option Paralysis. I think fucking yeah. nail it. Absolutely nail it. Um, yeah, so I think that it yes, it absolutely does fucking affect what I think about the album uh, for sure. Um, yeah, 
and then also sticking with album talk uh do you have a least favorite album that's the the question is what's your least favorite album and i don't know if i can oh. say i have one that's my least favorite yeah i mean that would take me a minute because um. <clears throat> it's just tough because i i don't think i think that once something gets filed in my brain as like I don't like it, then that's just where it stays. I don't think that I give it enough thought to yeah, really. Come back to yeah, it I mean, there, there's probably albums in bands that I like will purposefully skip because I'm like, it really disappointed me. Uh, like, that's actually, yeah. that's totally the case with like uh, a band like Between the Buried and Me that I really, really, really like. And I was so stoked for. Uh, they had one of their more recent albums is called. Uh, coma ecliptic and i was so stoked it was like at the peak of me being into them the album came out and i just fucking hated it and like that comes to mind as something that really let me down but it's very hard for an album to give it me to give it enough thought to make it my least favorite yeah that's that's a hard one to answer i mean yeah there's definitely an answer but i don't know that it's if it was bad i didn't i don't didn't listen to it yeah um scrolling through here i forgot a local band one uh my mouth is the speaker oh yeah i gotta add that I fucking love both their EPs. That's true. That so, I actually uh, I can agree with that. Shit slaps. They're from um, Akron, Cleveland area. Um, still active, actually. They came back and they're playing a couple shows a year now. But uh, yeah, my mouth is the speaker. Check them out. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That is a saves the day uh, lyric. Is, there is it really? Yep. I didn't know that. I you know what? For someone that likes the music that I do so much, I am woefully. Uh, undereducated in saves the day it's just like it never it never got me so uh, yeah if we're gonna talk about bad shows saves it saves the day's show that i saw that into it over it opened in columbus it ruined saves the day for me it was so bad uh i'm not a huge saves the day fan to begin with i like the first two albums obviously um but <clears throat> yeah it, it kind of soured them for me yeah so i i yeah. that's yeah uh, I, I they're just they, i don't know i'm sure that there's there's definitely a few songs that like i know and i enjoy but saves the day is just not my shit um no. okay uh so so now we're, we're we've pretty much reached the point where and we can try and do these fairly quickly because honestly that they are i think a lot of things where it's it would take us quite a while to give such specific examples but they're they're really thought-provoking and um and they're worth us you know going to as much as we can uh one song for your deathbed and one song for your funeral. Well, you know my uh, fucking funerals. Is that, it that Mashuga uh, meme? That Mashuga yeah. meme with fucking. <laughs> that's that's all my mind it. could think of. Yeah, what song is that? It's not Bleed. No, is it? it's not uh, Bleed. And I wanted to say it's. It's, uh, uh, it's not New Millennium Sign. No, that's what I thought it was. Was New Millennium, but it's not. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of which song it is now. But but essentially, there's like 16 Mashuga songs that would work in that same scenario. I mean. Yeah, I want you to push my fucking casket into the flames to cremate it, and then the fucking uh, resistance is gonna fucking yeah, rise, and it's gonna it's, be yeah, machines. T one thousand comes out. T one thousand gonna be everywhere. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean that's definitely yeah, that's the I I knew that we would both say that. That's, that's why I wanted song. to include this one as well because that's yeah. like that's the obvious for my deathbed though. I don't know, dog. Yeah, like, truthfully, you could probably put on some like fucking like drone metal shit and it would be awesome uh but you could also take the really cheesy route for for myself and uh hey there delilah uh, <laughs> yeah it's, it's hey there delilah uh i knew it i fucking knew it no i think that i don't know I mean, it wouldn't be one song i don't know if i could pick one song but i mean the, the, the little boy in me says you could probably just turn on black parade while i was dying and it'd, it'd be fine 
I think a good one for me, even though I'm not very religious, but uh, in the scenario, I mean, contact by acid is burned. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, that, yeah. I feel like, the, but I would, yeah. That's like, it's so heavy though and like upsetting that I feel like it would just bum everyone out around me, but it so fits the mood. That's fine. Yeah, or or you could do Timothy, I guess. Too. Timothy would be the one. That was actually where my mind <laughs> yeah. went. And I was like, well, that's just yeah. fucking tie the rope, dog. That's <laughs> yeah, that's fucking yeah. So I mean, it would be something like that. I would put something that I that still had jam to it, but you know, had the mood setter. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think for me, like you could probably pick, like I said, just because of what it mean meant to me as a little kid, and also the subject material. You probably pick the like almost any of the songs off the black parade by my chemical romance if, if for some reason someone no, out there that. didn't know that's who did that album uh yeah <laughs> and that would that. that would do it i mean that whole song or that whole album is you know just about dying so i mean probably yeah or you could play uh i mean probably something bjork for me as well i mean there's bro i can song. hey i can see you going down to some bjork yeah so yeah i can Throw those in there. Yeah, I, 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 I like the, like it's very morbid, but I do like thinking about that because like I, there's nothing I would love more than to subjugate the people around me as I was dying to whatever music <laughs> I wanted. Oh, yeah. uh, so I put that five finger death punch. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Cause, like maybe at my funeral, it's like it's a joke thing, and it's like fucking I'm going down into the grave, and fucking hot for teacher comes on. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's the one. Just fucking. It's actually the same thing yeah, as just, bleed, uh, just not bleed. It's it's on the top. Yeah, just yeah, just Anyways. Yeah, that's the one. Um. Okay, so this is this is one that the they have requested that we answer as quickly as possible without thinking and with no explanation, just off the top of our head. Best album, song, and artist all time. No explanation. No no thinking. Just go. What's your gut? Uh, Deftones, White Pony. <laughs> i'm just gonna answer yeah. it with the same thing and uh i don't ever know how to say it but fa- uh faces faces sarah whatever the first track is on my phone okay that's well nailed it okay <laughs> i know they're all supposed to be different but no I yeah I, that's i think that was what they were looking for uh album it, yeah okay if it's also the same then there it is. yeah uh album is train wreck artist is i don't know I, I like that doesn't work for my brain but i'll tell you album no questions asked is uh fucking train wreck also i couldn't explain it and it's definitely not the one answer but the first song that comes to mind is uh course of human life by early november don't know why but that's that's a good song that always comes up i was trying to i was trying to keep it within the same thing but yeah Yeah. it would be that first track i can never i've never known how to say it uh face it sarah i don't know whatever it is it's It's the original that f song the original first track uh, on the original release of White Pony because the re-release is Back to School, which is not a bad song, but it doesn't need to be first, so that was a mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah, I need, so I need fucking catch. Chino to come through and give me the correct pronunciation. Like, it's, it's like it's like how they... I've uh, heard him say it before. It's like how Tool fucking told everybody, oh, it's pronounced Anima. Like, pff, yeah, that's yeah, how no. I'm going to say it. <laughs> Get out of here. So on the one on Spotify of White Pony, it's the second song, but it's truly, really, it's the best opener. It's the best. It just hits all the moods lyrically. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's the jam for me. Yeah. So goddamn slaps. Deft Deft. Actually, the other day I was driving home uh, and I was I was like looking for something to put on in the car. I was uh, driving with my roommate and I had the window down and the dude next to me pulled up and was listening to fucking Digital Bath and I was like, oh, yes, well, I guess was. I'm listening to Deftones now. Uh, that's where that's gonna yeah, go. Yeah, fucking. I mean, that's. I mean, from that first track, the F song and Digital Bath. I mean, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there, there's there's others for me. I think probably for all those, but I I can just say best album. Uh, that's the only thing that I have. Like no hesitation. I know, and that's yeah. that's Trainwreck by Boys Night Out. Uh, okay, so then we've reached. We have two two questions left, and uh, I think that that's we're doing good time wise. I think that'll be a great place. Um, this one, and I'm actually going to say who this one is specifically from because uh, this actually sort of inspired me to decide to do the question and answer segment this week. Um, a good friend of the show, Brian Bailey. We've mentioned him a lot on here. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, uh, he had messaged us and said, oh, hey, by the way, I have a topic you guys could talk about. Uh, and he sent this to me and I was like, okay, I'm just going to include this in the question and answer. And it, it, it spawned all this. So thanks, Brian. Uh, the question is, if you could travel back in time to a musical moment, uh, who, what, where, when, why, what, whatever it may be, what would that moment be? Mm. Uh, we just talked about it, but I would love to be in the room when White Pony was being written and recorded. Yeah, I see. Well, and so when I when I initially thought about this question, I I did think a lot in terms of like you know I want to be there like when a lot of my favorite albums were created and stuff. But I don't know, there's also a part of me that's like, I feel like the Woods, Woodstock is the easy answer and that's not for me, but also like, I don't know, dude, that fucking, the, the, the last Beatles show, like them on the rooftop, like, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know that I would need to be there for that, but that, that would be cool. I wouldn't say no to it. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess if that's had, true. If you, like, gave me, if you gave me a list of things, like if you're like, you can pick one, like I'm going to be like, I want some shit I care about. That's true. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I guess like. I, I try to think of moments that are so like grand in scope like that, but it, it probably would just yeah. be something like, I don't know. I'd, I would like to be there the moment when the first person was like, hey, what if you hit the ride and the kick drum at the same time and then hit the snare and then did that at like 250 BPM? <laughs> if I could have been there the first time that, that somebody realized Blast Beat sounds fucking sick, that, that's like pretty cool. I would be there yeah. for that. I don't know who did that. I think a lot, I mean, a lot of mine are going to be, since I like, you know, I'm very interested in how music is made and produced and recorded since I do it is, yeah, just all my favorite albums, how they were like the inception of that. And from start to finish, like, I would love to see that process because of how, you know, probably at the time, a lot of stuff I would, you know, my top stuff, like they didn't think it was that special or that, you know, they wouldn't, yeah. they don't have the same feelings I do. So like to see how that process is done and how it got there. I mean, yeah. I know a lot about some of the, some of my favorite stuff and just to see one, some of it, how easy it was to do and some of the struggle to get it there in the long road it took. is just like that. That's the shit that fascinates yeah. me. Yeah. So, I think uh, one, one for me that I can think of for sure would be uh fucking being in the studio while Corey recorded Iowa, like the song Iowa. Ooh, that'd be a lot. Yeah, that'd yeah, be a heavy one. But I mean, like, if you're talking about one, like, you know, if I could be a fly on the wall for that shit, I'd I'd probably want to go back and if I could see my early musical performances, like as an adult, I I think I would pick that too. Oh, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I I guess yeah, that's a good idea. I guess I I don't have any of those, so that'd be way different for me. But yeah, that's fucking that'd be tight yeah. to revisit like some of the earlier talent shows and even like the first real you know live performances i mean they would be god awful but it'd be nice to see yeah i guess yeah totally i'm, I'm fucking here yeah. for that i don't know you take me back to like 
maybe like fucking Hellfest 02 or some shit, like when all Oh, I'm definitely okay, yeah, Hellfest then. If I can go to a show, it'd probably be Hellfest. Yeah. I mean, if you if you could if you could find a way to transport back there cuz I mean, so much of the music that I love now is from that time and I was obviously too young to yeah. ever be any part of yeah, that. No, so that, that, maybe Hellfest that, like 2000 to two, through 2003, I'd probably fucking take that. Yeah, I would Yeah, that's a good one. If it was a show, it'd be Yeah. There. That's yeah, damn. Oof, Hellfest. Um okay, so this is the last one, and this one I, I is, uh, you know, probably the most like. This is a great question. This is something that I could probably write a fucking thesis paper about, and uh, given who it came from, that makes sense. Um, this is sort of a scenario question, and it is: you can have a single playlist of up to ten songs to listen to for the rest of your life. You can't start the playlist in the middle, but you can restart it without finishing it. What's the playlist? And that's obviously like I think that that is that would take so much time to really coordinate a specific playlist. But I think what it comes down to yeah. is like I like the notion of a playlist that uh, once you finish it, you can't restart it, but you could you could almost finish it and and restart it. You know what I mean? So what are those ten songs that you would need to have with you for the rest of your life that uh, you would be balancing that between? And it, I'm thinking uh, broad well- strokes could be fine as well. Well, I mean, it would start with the fucking the F song. Yeah, <laughs> if we're being, yeah I mean, I, uh, we clearly know how you feel about that one. We can restart that that playlist every day of the week. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, it would definitely have Deftones. It would have. It would have that song by Deftones. It would definitely have like Radio Cambodia by Glassjaw. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a good one. I was actually when I was thinking Glassjaw as well, and I was thinking uh, Ape Does Mill, but it probably would be uh, Radio Cambodia. No, that's. That song comes up so much in Spotify, <clears throat> like the artists you like. Yeah. It, it always picks. I'm just like, I love the song, but no, it's got to be Radio Cambodia. That's well, yeah, I mean, it's, the, the way Radio Cambodia starts, I think, will always get me fucking hyped for the rest of time. The, yeah. That's so mm. sick. Uh, yeah, you can't beat that. The, yeah, that would probably I mean, be probably be the, It'd probably be the bending by Hope's Fall. Oh, okay. Would have to be, yeah, that would have to be in there. Um. Trying to think which name taken song, probably track two. Is that uh, uh, is that hold on? I think it's I is think that, that hold is on hold for on. your dearest life. It'd probably be hold on. Shit. Um, it would take me a minute. I mean, it would, none of it would be surprising. It would just take me a minute to figure out the actual song. Yeah. We may have to come back to this. We may have to do it and then say. Uh, it yeah. And, well, and that's so. I actually that maybe that's a good idea. Maybe that's what we'll do for the beginning of the next episode. Is we can actually come back yeah, to I this. Need to, I need to build it first. We can. Yeah. Well, okay. So l- let's say that. I mean, I think that that's a fucking. That's a great question. Uh, we could share it. Or we can just combine it on a separate playlist. And yeah. 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 I think that. Right yeah. So we'll we'll each come we'll each come back uh, with our ne- at the beginning of the next episode with our playlist of. Uh, and, and it doesn't even have to be a full 10. It says up to 10. So if you decide there's only like fucking, you know, seven that really hit that for you, then fuck it. Just put that on there. But, uh, and just one, one daughter song off Canada song. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yes, I, that's <laughs> on It's funny. Cause a lot of your mind went to a lot of the same places mine did. Cause I think, you know, that comes down to songs that are, that you have already heard a bunch of times that, you know, you're not going to get tired yeah. of and they elicit a certain response. But, um, yeah, that's a fucking great question. So we're going to come back to that. Um, at the beginning of next next episode, and we'll we'll come back with actual full playlists on that. Uh, and yeah, and that's so that's it. That 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 was our that was our questions. I'm sweating. 
That, that took a lot out of me. <laughs> uh, no, that was that was great. Uh, we we really really appreciate that to all you guys out there listening. Um, and there's probably some of you that submitted questions that may not ever actually even listen to that episode. And honestly, for that, I commend you even more because I think that's uh, you guys are showing support to a podcast where uh, a bunch of dudes just want to talk about the shit they love. So so thank you guys for submitting all of that. <laughs> And uh, we'll be doing this again, I think, sometime. I mean, obviously, we're not going to fucking beat you over the head with uh, Q&A segments. But um, given how this one was responded to, I think this can be something that we will bring up every so often. Uh, and it gives us a good chance to to talk about things, um, you know, from kind of our past. And right now, we've been doing a lot of stuff that's present and in the moment and getting a little bit of reflection here and also a little bit of uh, comedic elements. Uh, I like the ball hair question. You didn't answer my question. So what, I'm very uh, well, that's true. Yeah, like I said, there were there were a few. It, it's funny because uh, obviously I knew there would be dick jokes with me doing that, putting that question uh, thing up. <laughs> but like they were all the same. I got like three of them, and they literally were all to do with size. <laughs> I want to know how yeah, big it is. Uh, the other one, one of the other ones, I think, was something to the effect of like how thick is the meat or something. And as yeah. <laughs> so it, it, the point is, is that I, I appreciate you for, for everyone for sending those questions in. Uh, I'm also glad that we didn't have to sit here for, uh, you know, an hour and a half talking about, uh, various penis sizes. So you just don't get it. You, don't get it. <laughs> you just don't, you just, you just don't know. You just don't uh, it. well that, that about wraps it up then guys. Um, we, I will actually take this time to talk about what we've got for next week. Uh, we will, at least for the next episode, be switching back uh, to some albums because there is uh, a good few that are coming out. Um, we've got uh, Norma Jean technically came out um, this uh, before this episode is being recorded, but uh, we're going to include that in the next set of albums because it was the only thing we really cared about this week anyway. So we've got the Norma Jean album coming up. We've got the Counterparts album and we have the Stray from the Path album. And I'm sure there are others that I'm forgetting, but that's three right off the bat. So we will be coming back to you guys with a few more looks into albums. I already had someone request on Instagram that we reviewed the Counterparts album when it came out. So we will certainly be doing that for you. I guess so. Jeez. Yeah, I don't. I guess we could listen to that album. We probably yeah, would have listened to my fucking arm. Uh, yeah, so that's what we've got coming up, and uh, let us know in all of your feedback, whether that be in your reviews on your podcast service of choice, or comments or messages on Instagram. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Were we funny? Did we make you sad? Did we disappoint you? Because well, we're disappointments, and we understand that. Definitely sad. Uh, definitely uh, yeah, sad. it's definitely sad. Uh, we love to hear from you, as evident by all the gushing I've done about your your feedback. So thanks, guys. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you're not already at Audiophiles Pod, all one word, all lowercase. Follow the companion playlist on Spotify. Uh, super easy to find. You can also just follow the link in our Instagram bio if you want to get there even easier. Um, and that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all next week. Bye.